You're listening to the Course Report Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Course Report is the most complete resource for coding boot camps. On our site, we have thousands of reviews, hundreds of interviews, and a full directory of every coding boot camp around the world. On our podcast, we're sharing everything you need to stay up to date on this blossoming industry. Whether you're a bootcamp founder or a future student, we hope you'll learn something on the Course Report podcast. Welcome to the September 2023 Coding Bootcamp News Roundup. I'm Liz. And I'm Jess. And we are from the Course Report team. So we spend our days helping students choose the best coding bootcamps for them. But each month, Jess and I round up all of the most interesting bootcamp industry news that we read about and chatted about in the Course Report office, and we share it all with you. So we've got a short but sweet episode this month. Jess, what are we going to cover? This September, it's no surprise that AI was in the headlines, but these stories are getting more nuanced, so we're going to cover a couple of those. And we'll also tell you about a bootcamp merger and a gift from the Mackenzie Scott Foundation in the bootcamp world. We'll also cover a vet tech funding update and a spotlight on Perscolis, plus a new school year just started. And so many new boot camps and courses were announced, and we're going to tell you about uh, the coding boot camps that we added to the course report directory in September. All right, let's start with fundraises and acquisitions. Liz, which schools brought new funding in this September? CodePath, which is focused on helping computer science students get professional career guidance and technical training through apprenticeship-like experiences, announced that it had received a gift of $15 million from Yield Giving, which is the charitable foundation of Mackenzie Scott's uh, organization. Yield Giving also gifted $5 million to ScaleUp this September. Nice. And as for acquisitions, South Florida-based coding boot camps for Geeks Academy and Boca Code are actually merging. Going forward, students will now have the option of taking their courses either in Boca Raton, Miami, or just online. And as of this podcast, you're probably listening to this in very early October, Vet Tech is now funded again. So if you are a veteran with just one hour of GI Bill benefits left, you can attend a boot camp essentially for free with a living stipend. Alicia Body, who runs the Vet Tech Working Group, did an update on our blog. Uh, we'll link to that blog post in the blog post about this news roundup. Uh, she's such a fantastic advocate for boot camps and for vet tech, and she has all the scoop on funding. One insider tip she gave us is that this pilot program will end on uh, April 1st, 2024, when funding is exhausted, but the Vet Tech Authorization Act of 2023 is pending with the Senate, and that will allow the pilot program to become permanent. It'll have to be reapproved every five years, but that would be Huge news for Vet Tech. We'll definitely keep you updated there. Yeah, I so hope that happens. That would be awesome. Me too. AI, AI, AI. Liz, it's everything everyone is talking about these days um, from fears about AI possibly taking jobs to will AI make coding boot camps moot? I mean, we're going to share everything that we've been hearing from different resources this past month. Let's start with the coding academies and AI piece. Sure. Yeah. Max Efberg wrote a long read for Fast Company this September called 
can coding academies survive the AI era? So could there be a better place to start? I don't think so. Um, I actually spoke to Max for this article, and he also spoke to several boot camps like BrainStation, Flatiron School, Code Fellows, and General Assembly about how they're pivoting towards teaching AI. For example, he spoke to Robert Jones from General Assembly, who said, quote, We think it's still fundamentally important that to be a good software engineer, you need to know how code works. But we're now introducing an overview of large language models and generative AI at the beginning of the program, end quote. And other boot camps are training students in prompt engineering and co-creating code using AI tools. Uffberg ends this article with this thought that, you know, of course, the tech industry is known for its hype cycles, and there's always a chance that the ones surrounding AI will die down, the economy will, of course, correct, tech firms will once again go on hiring sprees for developers. Um, I think we'll probably end up somewhere in the middle, right? AI will continue to evolve, we'll discover the nuances, but we'll ultimately need engineers who know how to use these tools and develop this technology. And students at boot camps are uniquely poised to learn those tools and best practices because boot camps are the ones that are really thinking about how to incorporate those tools and technologies into their curriculum really quickly. Um, along those lines, in an opinion piece on Tech Radar this month, Pluralsight's CEO Aaron Sconard pointed out that even though Gen Z is considered the um, tech-savvy generation, 56% of UK students say they have been taught digital skills, and of course that is now leaning towards all of these AI skills. Um, Aaron points out that Gen Z hires will soon make up a little over a quarter of new hires in the UK, um, so there should be a new focus on initiatives that get Gen Zers and enrolled in coding boot camps and certification programs, anything that's like preparing them for today's workforce, um, digital skills, as well as, of course, everyone wants to learn all these new AI skills. So pretty relevant thought there. Yeah, that's also, I mean, it's such a good point. Like there's a difference between being a user of technology, Mm -hmm. um, as many in Gen Z are, versus being a developer of technology or, you know, being at the forefront of like thinking about the next iterations of technology. And so that education is totally necessary. And then Zeb Larson wrote a really interesting piece for Wired this September called ChatGPT isn't coming for your coding job. I thought this was a really nuanced perspective. And Larson points out that, you know, we've introduced more and more complexity to computers over time in the hopes of making them so simple that they don't need to be programmed at all. But unsurprisingly, when we throw complexity at complexity, that's only made the problem worse. So we're no closer to letting managers cut out software engineers. For example, He gives a couple of examples here. Waterfall-based development was invented to standardize and make routine the development of software. Object-oriented programming was actually supposed to be so simple that eventually all computer users would be doing their own software engineering. Of course, we know that that hasn't happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And similarly, Larson says that developers will only get more important with the rise of generative AI. He says that, you know, if anything, ChatGPT stands to eliminate some of that duller work of coding, much the same way that compilers ended the drudgery of having to work in binary, which made it easier for developers to focus more on building the actual architecture of their creations. And that, you know, developers can use these AI tools to do things like autocomplete suggestions or methods to sort data if they're prompted correctly. But of course, 
think it's important you know, as what we're talking about today, like education, it does mean that you need to learn how to use these tools. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, as we've been talking about, boot camps have already started incorporating that into the curricula. So this was a good longer piece, couple long reads this, yeah. this month, um, but really interesting. Yeah. It's definitely good to be reading the longer reads rather than like the sensational headline type reads totally. that I feel like we saw in the initial. Yeah, we're getting of- more of those now. Yeah, definitely. Um, and last but not least, we wanted to highlight a recent interview the Tech Brew did with Booz Allen Hamilton's VP of Artificial Intelligence, Joe Rohner. Um, Joe says Booz Allen is no longer just thinking about the technical side of AI, but evolving their hiring practices to consider adding new roles like AI consultant and like AI adoption experts. Booz Allen is upskilling its own workforce with their badge-driven AI Ready program, and their nonprofit, the AI Education Project, is focused on how to introduce relevant AI skills into school systems. So Booz Allen is definitely all over (laughs) trying to get AI into all sorts of places, which is great to see. Lots of training. Free tech training is crucial to help people gain the technical skills they need to actually launch those new careers in tech. Um, Liz, we heard about a recent expansion of the Periscolis program. So what does that expansion actually look like? Yeah, so Paul Fain and Elise Ashburn both wrote about Periscolis this September for the WorkShift newsletter. Perscolis is on track to train 4,500 people this year, which is no small feat, but they're recognizing that for unemployed adults or for the working poor, the first step up job after training may not get them to that sustainable income and that sustainable path, and that the second and third jobs really do matter. So Perscolis has rolled out new training programs for its alumni designed to help them keep moving up in their second and third jobs. These are new upskilling programs uh, in areas like cloud computing, network management, and project management. And so far this year, 884 alumni have participated in that various those various training programs, and most of those are from alumni from the past two years. And then in a related piece, Paul Fain interviewed Plinio Ayala, who has led Perscolis as their president and CEO for the past 20 years. And he talks about partnering with other workforce programs as they look to reach more learners. They cite partnerships with Activate Work in Denver and Goodwill Industries in Indianapolis as examples of really effective, powerful community partnerships. We also heard of two other initiatives aimed at providing free tech training. Um, The first is IBM announced um, this month that it's committed to training 2 million people in generative AI skills over the next three years through its IBM Skills Build program. There's a special focus in this initiative to train people from underrepresented communities, and this program welcomes adult learners as well as high school and college students. And then the second one is the Nevada Department of Employment Training and Rehabilitation, or DETR for short, has partnered with Coursera to launch its free statewide job training program called Learn NV. This online program offers learners the ability to receive micro-credentials in tech skills. Plus, Coursera has ACE credit recommendations, so learners are eligible to receive college credit for their completed courses, which is so cool. And of course, September is back to school. Everyone is headed back to school right now. Mm -hmm. And we heard lots of announcements about new coding boot camps and courses. Jess, you want to take us through those? 
Yeah. So Lunar Tech launched its data science bootcamp and Springboard announced its new machine learning, engineering, and AI bootcamp for its university partners. Speaking of university partnerships, we saw that Thrive DX has partnered with the University of Costa Rica to offer a cybersecurity impact bootcamp. And Upright Education has partnered with Bryant University to offer new online tech bootcamps. Over in Africa, the Nigeria-based coding school Conclays Academy launched a new DevOps program. And in South Africa, the Red Academy announced a new partnership with private, public, and non-governmental stakeholders so they can offer a cohort aimed at training young people. We also heard about the Coleg Gwent, a new coding boot camp in Wales that is happening in collaboration with Code Institute. And Codefellows has partnered with Job Ready by Learning Me to provide a new tech training program for K-12 and adult learners. And then we also added seven new boot camps to the course report school listings in September. Um, Jess, will you tell us about those? Yeah, so we added two Indonesia-based boot camps, JJ and Sigma School. Lunar Tech, like we mentioned above, is our newest data science boot camp in the listings. Tech Center Academies of Success is our newest SDET bootcamp, and U.S. Tech Academy is our newest blockchain bootcamp in the listing. We also added Coding Bootcamp Workforce Institute and Tech Sales Bootcamp Leveled. Well, Jess, let's wrap up today's podcast episode the same way we wrap up every episode by talking about our favorite pieces that were published on the blog this month. Jess, what was your favorite piece to work on in September? I think for both of us, we just love hearing alumni stories and student stories so much. Um, so I was really excited to hear how Turing School's front-end development bootcamp helped former high school teacher Katie become a full-stack software engineer. So five years ago, Katie found herself teaching um, high school students some basic coding skills and realized, wow, like I actually want to do this all the time. I loved hearing how she learned front end at Turing School, but that actually prepared her for all types of tech roles. And she's now a full stack engineer um, at a startup. So it's a great read if, if you've been thinking about Turing School's front end or even their back end development boot camps and the kinds of um, tech jobs you can land after that. Liz, which piece did you love most on the blog this month? Well, I really appreciated this updated guide to the fintech career path, fintech, financial technology, such a lucrative career path. And uh, we really talked about, you know, what it takes to succeed as a fintech professional, responsibilities, salaries, and most importantly, what you can expect at each rung of the fintech career ladder. Um, And also companies that are looking for fintech hires right now, junior entry-level talent. In, in that space. So love that piece. Definitely suggest it if you have any background in finance, quant, you know, accounting and are interested in getting into fintech, that is a great place to start. And that does it for our September podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in. You can keep checking in on Course Report for the latest about online and in-person bootcamp opportunities. And we'll see you next month on our October Coding Bootcamp News Roundup. 
guests and we love feedback. So please email us your thoughts at hello at coursereport.com. And if you enjoyed this podcast, then please help other future boot campers find it by going to iTunes, subscribing to the Course Report podcast and leaving us a review. We'll see you in October.